so it's a really weird story. So about four years ago, it must have been, I started sort of dabbling with Formula One content. And it was actually, I, I was working full time in a supermarket. And basically, in, in the new F1 game came out, and it's always a massive time for creators. And I thought, if I talk whilst I'm racing, I can save half an hour on the editing by not having to commentate over it again. <laughs> so the, f- the the first few months were awful. Like the amount of times I had to crop out stuff where I was just completely confused with all I was even saying. But then slowly <laughs> over time, it just slowly got there. That's brilliant. That is- yeah, like you said, what a skill. That's absolutely nuts. That is a crazy skill. Is-, is there any times where you just absolutely rage beyond belief and you're like, I can't have that in there? <laughs> Occasionally. It, it doesn't happen often, to be honest, because it, it's never really been something... Like, I'm not one of these people that ever will throw a controller across the room or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it does happen occasionally where I'll have something that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, we've only known you know, for, for about like 20 minutes, maybe, and you seem very calm and collected, Guy. Well, welcome back. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Definitely not the second time we're doing this. <laughs> it's lights out. And away we go. Um, and we have a very special guest today. Matt, 212. Uh, well, well, I, was, I was going to say Matt and then known as Matt 212, but yeah, Matt 212. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, perfect. Yeah. We're really buzzing to have you here, pal. So for today... It's Christmas, and we thought that the drivers haven't been awarded enough. So we created the It's Lights Out Driver Awards. Whee! <laughs> and yeah, we're going to go through a few uh, awards. Um, we've got some silly ones, some serious ones, and yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah. So, Matt, I think you should kick us off. Okay, well, we, we've got the first one, which I'll be honest, when I was sent over the list, there's some, there's some really, really difficult ones to go through on here. This one, not so much. Obviously, it, it wouldn't be an awards without Driver of the Year. Uh, and quite simply, when, when I was sent over the list to have, you know, sort of my thoughts and feelings, uh, the, the nominations were Max Verstappen. <laughs> that was it. Um, I, I couldn't argue with it. <laughs> He's so- just... Yeah. What can we say? Yeah. Drum roll, please. Uh, and the winner is... Max Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, we, it'd be criminal to give anyone else, I think, driver of the season award. Um, I'm sure he'd really care if we sent this to him, so we will get an award and we will send it to Max Verstappen's house somewhere. And that will be the biggest award of the year for him so far. I think so. I think it's probably the most important one he won. I'd get bored of winning races, to be fair, but he's only won one of these. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, on to we'll go straight on to number two, shall we? Yeah, we'll do number two. So because it was so obvious it was gonna be Max Verstappen, we've done driver of the year other than Max Verstappen. So nominations are we got Lewis Hamilton for Mercedes, a solid P3 in the championship. Lando Norris, I'm not going to continue saying where they came in the championship because I've forgotten. <laughs> but he came somewhere and he made a good comeback. Maybe fourth? I don't know. Sixth. Um, sixth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then we got Fernando Alonso, who was fourth. Fourth. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. And the winner is... Oh, Fernando Alonso! Hey. That's... I mean, that's a... 
Very good shout. Yeah, yeah. I, I think love that. relative to how his teammate did compared to Lewis and Lando, and I know obviously Stroll is not any George Russell. I think that Fernando just completely outperformed the car even when the car was rubbish, apart from the one race he gave up, which was like Kota, I think. But all the other races, he put a good shift in. He did a really good job. And um, yeah, I think he fully deserves that. That's perfect. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Was there any other honourable mentions you had? I, I think, you know, Alex Albon probably, yeah. he, he, you know, he could have been thrown in there as well. But I think these three, you know, were exemplary this year. All of them obviously packed away their teammate quite comfortably. Some of them, yeah, as we said, Lance Stroll is probably not a fair comparison to George Russell. <laughs> um, but, you know, Alonso, yeah, I don't think we can argue, especially the running out at the start of the year. El Plan was back and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was fantastic. Exactly. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, the hype train definitely died, then came back alive again. It, it, like, it sort of took away from the station then reverse parked back in mid-season. <laughs> and then the last few races, it then took off again. <laughs> it's a great time. Unbelievable. Right. right, on to number three. So, this is the worst driver of the year award, also known as the Sergeant Award. And the nominations we have are Logan Sargent, Logan Sargent, and just snuck in there, Logan Sargent. So I think we should have a big round of, you know, big drum roll. The winner is Logan Sargent. Hey. <laughs> Congratulations. What the fuck is a Logan Sargent? Yeah, not much to say about him. Please don't edit what I said to you at the start of the season about Logan Sargent. Matt probably hasn't seen that. Oh no! Oh, we, so for all all of all the twenty people who are listening in, they definitely know what Adam said. But do you, I mean, we'll cut it in. But for do you want me to reenact it? It's reenacted. I'll reenact it. So, flashback to Bahrain. Uh, just before Bahrain, we're doing uh, we're watching yeah. preseason testing, and we're making our predictions on who do we think is going to be like the surprise performance of the year. So. I came in, I was like, I think Oscar Piastri, I, my, my prediction was Oscar Piastri would outscore Norris in the second half of the season, which I was wrong, put my hands up. But you, know, you, get, you got a sprint race, win, you know, here. And still wrong. I'm still wrong. <laughs> I wasn't quite as wrong as you were. Yeah, mine was, and I had to quote myself, I think Logan Sargent is going to do well in that Williams. Nice. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. In, he was you were you were you were thinking almost as good as Alvin, weren't you? And then I don't know what I was thinking. It was just completely nuts, <laughs> absolutely nuts. But anyway, let's move on from my embarrassing time. Um, Matt, onto the next one. Surprise driver of the year. Yeah. So this one is kind of meant, you know, not necessarily, you know, a Verstappen win each and every week but was more a driver that perhaps we weren't sure how they were going to perform this year, you know, potentially have done quite well in the past or maybe had struggled in previous seasons or hadn't raced at all in Formula One. The nominations, Alex Albon, obviously had a fantastic year with Williams. Oscar Piastri, I think, unless, of course, you're Adam, was the rookie that most people were expecting to be the best yep. this year. 
Uh, or or Liam Lawson, which I think even for getting a drive in a Formula One car this year was a big enough surprise as it was in itself. Um, but we'll, we'll do a drum roll because that's that's what the routine we're keeping to. And surprise of the season, Liam Lawson driving and racing a Formula One car. Fantastic. And he did a good job. A very good job. Very, very good job. So, you know what? What on Liam Lawson? Well played. Could, still couldn't get a seat in F1, but well done. <laughs> That's a great one. I like that one. Cool. Um, one. Yeah, to be fair, we're flying through these. Um, we've got Team Principal of the Year. So, this is just for the team principal who's either got the most out of the team. This is his job. Or... <laughs> I guess that's it. It's, it's basically we just got the most out of his team. You've um, hit on the head there, mate. Yeah. So we've got James Vowles, because I think he's done a phenomenal job with Williams um, with the budget they have, I think. And apparently even their systems weren't even, they didn't even like know how to track where parts of the car had been, which is crazy. Um, Christian Horner, which is, in there. anyway. Uh, and then we've got... <laughs> Then we've got Gunter Steiner purely because I'm expecting some good Netflix footage because they've been terrible. Yeah. And the winner is Christian Horner. Anyway, we'll move on. Best race of the season. <laughs> Adam, do you want to be best race of the season? Are we just going to are we just genuinely We're, just the side of it. We're not going we're not going anywhere near that. Okay, we're switching yeah. onwards. Best race of the season. So, the nominations we have are Vegas, mm. Singapore, no, and Australia. And we had one that we thought about. Uh, the Dutch Grand Prix. The Dutch Grand That's Prix. That's it, yeah. We had a little chat with Matt beforehand and he very rightly pointed out that that's something we should be putting in in there. We we would see. I think we I think we just generally forgot about the race. Not gonna lie. Probably. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> drum roll, please, for the winner. It is the Dutch Grand Prix. Definitely didn't forget about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Go on, Matt. Do you want to tell us what, why you you know that one came straight to your mind? Well, I mean, go back and watch the first 10 laps. That should give you everything you need to know, shouldn't it? Uh, I think yeah. there were there were more overtakes in those first 10 laps with the dry to wet to dry to wet yep. than we'd basically seen in about the last six Grand Prix. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and w when I saw the list come through, I was like, is the Dutch Grand Prix not on there so we don't have to listen to the national anthem? Why is it not here? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think we, we've we've sometimes been a little bit anti-Max, and if we forgot the Dutch Grand Prix, I think it would have sounded very anti-Max on this podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you pointed yeah. that one out. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. I've, I've never been um, known as the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is why we have 20 fans, right? <laughs> Um, we've gone through quite a few. I think we'll take a little bit of a break, a little bit of a intermission um, before we get back to the let the, let the guests get a, get a glass of water and everything while we play something else. Um, we were speaking of overtakes, and actually, I wanted to just sort of touch on a bit of an F one hot take that I heard mm. recently. And Matt, I don't know if well, you might have seen this. So someone said 
F1 races are only good when there's lots of overtakes. I'm mad you two are here because my opinion might be different to both of you two who are very, very knowledgeable. So yeah, go on, Matt. What's your what's your opinion? Honestly, I I would say currently the, the opposite has been proven. Formula One in the last couple of years, there has been a ridiculous amount of overtakes. But and I've always been someone that advocates that we need DRS still, otherwise there would still be no overtakes. But it, with the amount of races we've had this year, where Formula One have gone, you know, it's the most overtakes we've ever had at this racetrack, yeah. and you go. I don't remember a single one. They were all just slipstream passes. Mm. That's a very good point. I always like to think, um, is it is it China, Shanghai, 2016, I think used to have the record for the most overtakes. If I asked you to tell me what happened in that race, so many people could not tell you what happened in that race. It was, it had the most overtakes, but when you've got overtakes where they're halfway down the straight and they're already ahead, there's there's nothing interesting about that. In my opinion, I feel like I can't. I feel like I can't argue with that. I mean, I mean, I would have said, especially before knowing a little bit about F one, I would have been like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but I think people think that. But nowadays, I think when you get like a nice title fight, but like let's say Singapore, actually, not many overtakes, but it was so tense up at the front where everyone's all bunched up. And like strategies getting involved. I think F1's so much more than overtakes. So I think that's a bad take. I think we're all in agreement. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Sucks to be whoever wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we go through another one? Um, there was another one. This hot take was definitely not by me at the start of the season. And it was Oscar Piastri will be better than Lando Norris. Go on, Matt. I'll let you take the floor for that one. I'll be honest. I, I'd i gone on the record in saying I didn't think it was out of the realms of possibility. I, I think, you know, we've seen Lando Norris, through his, uh, sorry, Oscar Piastri even through his junior career, get into a new car and instantly be up to pace. Mm. Uh, I think that especially the second half of 2023, we saw Lando Norris maybe looking over his shoulder a little bit more because suddenly he's got an Australian in the other car that can actually deliver, yeah. which which might be controversial to say in itself. But I think Lando Norris is slightly nervous. I agree. I absolutely agree. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I agree with that fully. You, you know what? I think when you heard Lando Norris on the team radio in some of these races, he sounded very like either a bit like snarky or like just a bit stressed being like let me past or this is but like he basically i think he's worried i think he is a little would you both say that at this point in piastri's career he's way way ahead of where lando was at the same point in that in his career do you get what i mean one season in one season in is piastri ahead of where lando was do you remember he's won a race he has won a sprint yeah <laughs> Lando hasn't done that at this yeah. point in his career. Yeah, true. Yeah. So you'd say yes. <laughs> I think at this point, yeah. I think I think Oscar had a better rookie season than Lando's rookie season. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that so 
Lando drew with science, didn't he? Like pretty much almost drew with science on points. One of the one of the seasons they were teammates together. I think maybe the last season they were teammates together. I think that Piastri in that same car would have probably beaten science. Yeah, yeah. And it was a very, very different McLaren team as well, wasn't it? Back in was, 2019 yeah. when they were teammates. I think mm-hmm. give Oscar Piastri, I reckon by the end of next year, that that might that hot take might not seem so hot and might potentially mm-hmm. seem more normal. Yeah. Is, it, is this is this Matt on record then? Piastri is gonna I, I can't say Piastri. I won't go on the record and say Piastri is going to be a better driver than Lando Norris yeah. by the end of next year. Clip that whichever way you like. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like there's so much clever thing we could do. <laughs> Brilliant. I think that's yeah. Cool. So that is a that was a that was a great take. And whoever yeah. thought of that idea, I think it's just really, really smart. This definitely wasn't me earlier this season. Yeah. I think I think very, very well. modest of you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, I think the guests are just starting to come back in for the awards. So let's go to. Oh God, <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> let's go to uh, livery of the year. Whose go was it for livery of the year? It's Matt's turn. Matt's turn. Is it my go again? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jump uh, we, on we we had quite a lot of options here. We we had Alfa Romeo with their black and red livery. We had Alfa Romeo with their Italian GP special livery. We had Alfa Romeo with their Las Vegas livery. Um, the Aston Martin livery, again. The, the Mercedes black livery, again. You know, the fact that came back was a big surprise. I think Mercedes hoped they would have won with it, but they didn't. The Williams golf livery, that was fantastic. Well, uh, and again... I threw that nomination in there. <laughs> I was like, that needs to be in there. <laughs> you you cannot beat a golf livery. I, I wish right. they went more golf with it, but I we, we'll yeah. absolutely take it. Yeah. Uh, and the Alpha Tauri Las Vegas livery. All all very good shouts. I, I think the, the, this might be both a hot take and a potential livery of the year option. Ooh. And I, I'm ready to get slated for this. <laughs> I quite like the pink Alpine livery at the start of the year. Right, so that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really? The pink Alpine? I'm sorry, I'm going to have to give this a Google. Um, Everyone's forgot about it, and I, I get that. I, I wouldn't say it was livery of the year, but I think they're underrated. I can't agree. I can't agree with And no one ever does. <laughs> we can put it as a nomination, but I think that... Whenever I the thing about Alpine is I think that when was it 2019 where they had like one of the nicest like yeah, yeah. red blue white oh that was just like such a gorgeous livery and then every time I see Alpine now I'm just slightly disappointed that that's not back yeah yeah the, the, I think it was 2020 wasn't it the livery then was yeah. just chef's kiss yeah and yeah we we yeah. need that back yeah we can we can we can put pink Alpine as in the in the nominations, and okay. it's up to you to pick who wins. All I all I'm thinking is if I go rogue now, I'll, I'll never be invited back. So <laughs> if, we, if we have a bit of a drum roll, <laughs> the, the winner was the Alpha Romeo Las Vegas livery. Oh, yeah. They they did smash it this year with all the liveries. Yeah. The fact that we made it into the vote is insane. Yeah. What you I guys mean, can't see is the little like gun that we have near Matt's camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the right hat for it as well, Matt. 
Exactly. It's got a it's wrap. Perfect. Um, I mean, the thing is, I feel like black and gold, you can't really go wrong. I think that's a great colorway. And what was the the Hass a couple of years ago when they had that sponsor? <laughs> rich um, Energy. The Rich Energy sponsor. I quite liked that too. <laughs> Did you? Matt, you know what? I think I saw you retweet this. Did you see Rich Energy? like popped up recently on the anniversary of the 2021 Grand Prix Abu Dhabi finale and were like this is was the biggest robbery in sport like proper stoke in the fire yeah they, they're clearly after those twitter interactions or x sorry now as it's called <laughs> no yeah x interactions x yeah of course honestly like i saw that and i was like oh i actually can't believe that i can't it's... believe they've done that it's not. Did you see the one they did a few weeks ago where William Story apparently tested a Formula One car? Did, did you not see this one? They they basically put out. A, 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 is it is it an X or is it a tweet still? I don't know anymore. Um, but basically saying that William Story had tested a Formula One car a few weeks ago and apparently his pace was similar to current drivers, and you were like, "Who's believing this?" No way! <laughs> Have a look on their Twitter account. It is there. It's incredible. That, right, after this, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm 100 going to have a look at that because what? <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, rich energy. What? What a What a people? I mean, they're definitely like some sort of fraud company for a big drug empire or something, right? <laughs> like, who's ever Just drank that out there? <laughs> no, but who's ever drank a rich energy can of drink? I actually don't know. Have you ever seen it in a shop? No. But I've never seen a... Car you know the Carabao cans? I've only recently noticed one of those. Really? Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? What? Matt, do you know what I'm talking about? The Carabao... Is that the, the Carabao... I don't watch football. Is it like the Carabao Cup or am I completely wrong? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> the sponsor. Okay. Because, you know, it's a huge sponsor and I was like, I've never seen anything. But I have now actually seen the cans. Are we uncovering like a big drug empire between these two? I think we might be. They're in coats. <laughs> Inside out, can I investigate it? <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> right, oh. let's jump on to the next one. Next one, right. Oh. I think it's worst livery right? of the year. Yeah, you can jump on this one. Okay. Uh, so worst livery of the year. We've got... So Alfa Romeo had the best liveries of the year. And it might be a little controversial, and I think I'm just a bit mad that their their new name makes no sense, and it really annoys me. I think it's probably the worst Formula One team name I've ever heard. But the Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo kick, <laughs> the green, black, the and green red. One. I'm like, mm. what is that? Like, and also, what is their new name, by the way? Sorry to go on a bit of a tangent here, but <laughs> it's like. Steak F1 kick Sauber <laughs> or F1 steak kick Sauber. Anyway, anyway, I have so much pent up anger to Alfa Romeo. Um, we've got also Williams Las Vegas one because that yep. was just the most like, what the fuck is a kilometer thing ever? <laughs> just ridiculous. And then, um, we've put McLaren's whole season 2023 livery, which Matt, I don't know what you feel, how you feel about that. I think they put more stickers on a Formula One car than I knew was possible. <laughs> Literally. I remember they were they were struggling right at the start of the season and then they were still trialing like changeable 
sort of stick like sticker screen sort of thing on the car and i'm like stop putting sponsors on your car and just drive please <laughs> so i guess because i can't be too mean to alfa romeo too many times i'm gonna give the award to mclaren 2023 because you advertise like way too much <laughs> i like that i think yeah. that's about right yeah i mean if we if anyone wants to sponsor us though um we're very happy to have a few sponsors on the podcast as well even rick yeah, energy yeah, yeah i will sponsor anyone right <laughs> fantastic okay um, on to the next we'll do one more and then we'll play another game yeah cool, yeah cool. okay pass of the season mm. now i thought this was a tricky one yeah but me and jj have what we, we we've already spoken about this and we'll see what Matt says. Yeah. And if you can think of anything else. I, I put one in for you, Matt, because yep. I saw your comments online and I was like, I fully agree with it, but we're going to get to it. Okay. So the first one is Alonso's Bahrain pass on Hamilton. If, whoever, if you remember, just go on YouTube, you'll find it. It's phenomenal. Probably it's the most nice. popular pass for fans out yeah. there. But everyone likes Hamilton getting passed by Alonso. Yeah. <laughs> true <laughs> everyone loves that <laughs> um and then we've got this i think this was the one matt threw in there the magnuson monaco pass on sergeant wow a pass at monaco lock up like fully fully sends it down there it, it was unbelievable pass absolutely and then number three hamilton's pass on signs in qatar where he does like kind of a, he fakes it it's like a fake. I don't know how. I don't even know. He sort of dummies it to the inside, makes science take a shallow line, and then you basically then switches back on him through the corner. Mm. It's a very, very high IQ pass, and not something I could ever do. I'm going straight into the back of science. <laughs> I know that. I know that's for a fact. <laughs> Matt, Matt, on the game, would you reckon you would pull off that pass? I'd, I'd certainly try. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say I could pull it off because, uh, again, I'd probably just go into the back of sights. Uh, that would be a, that would be a rewind used there, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, drum roll, please. And we've gone with the Hamilton pass on signs. On signs. But, but that was just mine and JJ's opinion. Matt, yeah. what was yours? Is yours the Conoco one? I got a lot of hate on Twitter because I posted out and it, it kind of went semi-viral inside the F1 space that Magnussen's Monaco pass was so much better than Alonso's Bahrain pass. And I got a lot of hate for that. But there was okay. one common theme from the people that were hating it is all of them were A, Spanish... B, had Fernando Alonso in their bio, and C, a good 70% of them had him as their profile picture with El Plan 2025 written somewhere. I don't know how it was found. I reckon I was put on the Spanish news as like a hater of their country, um, but I, I got lambasted with abuse. I think I still am, to be honest. They really... The, the whole idea that I couldn't understand how it was the best pass of the year cannot get through spanish minds <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> do, you, do you know what's really funny as well is i saw your tweet matt 
or X now, on a Fernando Alonso meme page. Well, I didn't see this. <laughs> no, I saw it on a Fernando Alonso meme page, <laughs> and then I went to your Twitter, and I was because I then initially just thought it was you. I clicked on your account, and I was like, oh wait, this is just a meme page. So then I went onto Twitter, and I found your original tweet there, and I was like, I agree. I don't want the hate. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take all the hate. The hate I didn't even know I was getting, apparently, now. You just got all the smoke. <laughs> so would you still, would you put that up there above the Hamilton Pass? Uh, I, the thing, so I didn't actually say that the Magnuson Pass was the best. All I said okay. was it was an outrage that on the official Formula One vote, Alonso's pass had, like, 51% of the vote, and Magnuson had okay. 2%. Because I thought Magnussen's was a lot more risky. It was at Monaco, which instantly should make a pass ten times better. And okay. if if you with some little bit of camera, you know, if the cameras had been positioned in the right place and the sound had been mixed properly, you could make that look like the most outrageous pass of all time. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a great shout. You absolutely nailed that. Um, but are you happy with the choice we've gone with? I, I think Hamilton's pass on Qatar, on science in Qatar, yeah, is fantastic. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was, I remember when I saw it, I was like, that is just unbelievably smart. And it wasn't even caught on live TV, which is the thing. I think it was it was on the replays, wasn't it, yeah. that we saw it? Or like it was on onboard footage is where we saw it. Um, I think the issue is with a lot of like these, like driver of the day, any sort of like these ones that F1 put, it's a popularity contest. Like, yeah, Max and Lewis are never going to win because too many people they hate each other too much. Like the fan bases, Alonso just wins everything. To be honest, at this point, because he's just so everyone loves him. Albon wins a lot. Norris wins a lot. It's just it's a pop, it's a popularity contest at this point. But um, yeah, just wait till one of those drivers starts winning a load, and then they'll all hate him. Mm. And then it'll go again. And then the cycle repeats. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely. Cool. Matt, you're on... Oh, do, oh, do you want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game. hot take or play a game? Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Um, should we do a draft? Cool. You want to do a draft? We can do a draft. Yeah. Good, good. Cool. So, I mean, uh, our 20 fans might know about this, but we'll, we'll go through it again. The We've got... Uh, you get... We each get five picks, and we have to take turns in picking. We've got to pick... We've basically got to build the best F1 team we can. And you've got to pick an engine supply, a chassis, two drivers, and a pit crew. And then at the end of the draft, we all have to pick basically who we think is going to have the team that's going to score the most points. The rules are, we can't pick what the other person's picked. So if Matt picks Hamilton as a driver, I can't then have Hamilton as my driver. You can't pick the Red Bull because you could put anyone in that and it's probably going to win. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Cool. Who wants to go first? Matt, you can kick us off. I, I, I guess go first. Guess, so you, get the, you get the number one pick. Uh, am I going driver first? Do I have to go driver first? Up to you. So it's no, completely you can just order. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you think is the most important part of a team. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go Hamilton. <laughs> Okay. I'm going <laughs> to no, no, hold my allegiance on the flag. I'm saying Sam go next. Please, Sam, go next. You can go next. <laughs> if you, if you... you can go next. You can go next. I'll let you go next. I'm having Alonso then. <laughs> oh, I'll take I'll take Max then. <laughs> what a win. I'll take Max then. Well, I, thought, I thought we weren't allowed to do Red Bull. 
Oh, we can pick the drivers. Oh, here oh, we go. He's changing the rules now. No, oh, he's he makes it all up now. I actually meant, okay, fine. We can't pick. Okay, we can't pick Red Bull. Um, I actually meant only the car you can pick. Oh, we'll gloss over that. I'll let you guys, if you really want, I'll let you guys do that. Um, I'm going to go for the best chassis. No. Oh, this is hard. I'm going to go Leclerc. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take Lando Norris then as my second driver. Okay. Lando as the second driver. Uh, I'm going to take a Mercedes engine. Mercedes engine? Mm. Yeah. Reliable. It's always good, the Mercedes engines. See, I think go, go hard or go home, so I'm going to go Ferrari engine. Is it? <laughs> it's either going a thousand miles an hour or blowing up. There's no in between. I, 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 assume, I, I assume I can't pick the Honda power unit because it's part of the Red Bull. A, we'll let you pick Honda because the Honda's not too OP, so it's fine. Okay. It's quite bulletproof, though. Yeah. It's, it, well, I, I'm yeah. stuck between either that or the Renault engine, and I don't okay, want that actually, thing. No, you know what? We struck <laughs> off Red Bull for me. We're striking off Honda for you. I, I'm struck with the Renault, <laughs> off the Renault engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you club the Renault right just um, Okay, cool. So you again. Oh my name. Sorry, I'm I'm just writing down what I've done. The Mercedes engine. Okay. Um Oh, I don't know. Who's my second driver? I'll take Russell. It's my second driver. So Lando, Russell, Leclerc, Hamilton, all gone. Mm-hmm. Is there even any okay, this I'm gonna go chassis. I'm gonna go Mercedes chassis. I think it's the most consistent. Okay. I'm gonna go slightly left field then. I'm gonna say McLaren pit crew. New record pit stop this oh. year. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I don't want the. F okay. Mm. You oh. still need a chassis and a pit crew, right? And a pit crew. Mm. Oh. I don't know who I want for my pit crew. Mm. I'll just get a Mercedes pit crew. Really? That's a what, poor trouble. He's locked it in. Me and Matt <laughs> both gave a big reaction there. We were like... <laughs> you guys know better than I do. They're terrible. They're just slow. They're just like... Oh, okay. they're, they're, they're just like always a three-second pit stop. Can I, do I, can I take it back? No. No, you've locked it in. Your last was locked Damn it. Um, none of you guys are picking drivers, so I may as well pick pit crew for me as well i'm gonna go williams they have a good pit crew i'm gonna go williams yeah okay i, I've got to so I remember they always used to win something and then come last in the race yeah they'd always, yeah, they'd always get the fastest pit, pit stop award <laughs> they, yeah. they, they claw back six tenths in a pit stop and then lose it in the first yeah. sector yeah <laughs> i still remember what they williams like it was 2021 brazil and they Williams just released Sergeant, not Sergeant, um, Latifi right into Max, wasn't it? And it was just like they, they couldn't do anything right, but that was like the only they somehow blitzed an insanely quick pit stop and came out ahead of Red Bull. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so I've only got chassis left to go then. Yeah, I am gonna say I don't believe McLaren's been picked yet. 
I feel like oh, I'm basically oh, building the McLaren team with Lando, sorry, with Lewis Hamilton thrown in, but that's <laughs> going to be my choice. Oh, that doesn't yeah. leave. I think that's, a, I think I was debating between the McLaren or the Mercedes one, but I just felt like McLaren have no low drag rear wing. So I'm like, they just get any sort of high speed straights, they just get destroyed on. In like the Monza, we saw in Spa, they had to go to wet set up. But yeah, that's what I'm going to go. Okay. I don't know then. Mm. Let's just go Aston Martin. Over Ferrari, yeah. I'll go Aston Martin. Martin, yeah. Again. Because I feel like I've also gone very Mercedes related so far with Alonso thrown in there. So yeah. then I'll just go. So it's a Mercedes Aston Martin mix. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I've so what have I got left? I've got um, second driver, haven't I? Who so who so no Perez and Max? We've got Alonso's already gone, Hamilton's already gone, Leclerc's gone, Norris is gone, Russell's gone, Russell's gone, Russell's gone. Okay, you've basically got. I mean, I've got to go (laughs) from the big. Yeah, I'm close out. I've got to go. Before I lock in science, is there any lower team driver that I think is good? Albon. Mm. Go with Alex Albon. <laughs> go on, do it. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to go Albon. He's done it. Where did you I've come with that idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely off my own top. I'm going to go Albon, I think. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you know what? I think Albon, like, he wouldn't suit a Ferrari. It's too much like how the Red Bull was, like a bit too oversteery. He wouldn't suit... He could probably suit a McLaren... No, um, what's a McLaren like nowadays? Uh, Lando always says it's right on a knife edge still. Hmm. So I don't think he'd suit that, yeah. Aston Martin he'd probably suit, very high down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think he suits a Mercedes. So, if we're going to run through it, Matt, what were your picks then? So I've got Lewis... Lando, McLaren chassis, McLaren pit crew, and I've just realised I've got a McLaren Honda, which which didn't go well the last time. <laughs> You've literally got a McLaren Honda. <laughs> no, I've got McLaren Renault, haven't I? Sorry, I was banned from Honda. Oh yeah, we banned which, you. which wasn't much better. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, you can run for yours. Okay, I've got. Who have I got? So I've got. Leclerc, I forgot. Uh, Albon. I've got a Mercedes car. I've got the Williams pit crew. And I've got a Ferrari engine. Okay. I'm quite happy with my picks, you know. I'm quite happy with that. It's good. I think both of yours are pretty good. Yeah. And then Alonso's my first driver. Russell's second driver. Um, It was the Mercedes pit crew, which you rinsed me about. The uh, uh, What was the Aston Martin chassis? What was the last one? You went Mercedes engine. Mercedes engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you basically just sort of built Aston Martin Mercedes, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Who's winning? Are we, I mean, we should, we, we should ask what people think, but... Yes. Let us know who won. I don't know. Who, who do you think's won? I would say if, if it would depend on the track, because if you put my car around anything with a straight line, I'm screwed. With Renault power <laughs> yeah. and McLaren yeah. chassis, I'm going nowhere in a straight line quickly. So I've got to hope this is based at Monaco. 
<laughs> You'd be perfect yeah. a while ago. <laughs> You've got to hope that it comes in the first half of the season. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I maybe maybe we'll have to give it to you. Well, I've just got to hope that the race isn't any longer than 30 laps, otherwise I'm blown up. So mm. <laughs> we've got quite a specific season that needs to happen for any of us to win. <laughs> but no. Oh uh, we'll we'll see. I think to be honest, I think that that all the midfield teams are so close that you take mm. Red Bull out of the mix, that it's like any race, any one of those teams could have won this season. True. So it was like... True. But then, yeah, but then Red Bull were there. But I think that that makes our draft extremely close. I think it comes down to the track and the day, really, for whoever really? wins that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> good round. Good round. That was a good round. <laughs> well played. Are we telling ourselves good round? Are we patting ourselves on the back? <laughs> we're like, yes, what time? It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> cool. Um, jumping back into the... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we jump back into some more awards then? Let's jump back into some more awards. We're on the, the home stretch for awards. Yeah. So where do we finish? Past the season. I think, Matt, do you want to run this one in? This was... We named this one after your F1 2022 career performances. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh no he's never going to come back oh, no. <laughs> it's called the Matt 212 award it was it, it just the amount of times I'll be watching you and I'm like yes he's doing really well <laughs> he, he hasn't and then the, <laughs> so it's bottle job of the year you can take this away Matt. I feel I feel like you, you are a lot more consistent now though I think that the game model is better I yeah. think yeah, the, the, the less I remember about F122 the better to be honest yeah, yeah. but anyway let, let's distract from my bottles we'll, we'll go into the nominees we've got Leclerc every single time he's been on pole this year <laughs> which is a fair shout Russell for his Singapore Grand Prix ending Sergio mm. Perez at his home Grand Prix and I, I would like to throw a special curveball in and also Ooh. suggest Nick DeFries, just his entire time in the sport this year. Yeah, was, was <laughs> pretty DeFries' career. I, 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 I was surprised he didn't make it into the Logan Sargent Award as a curveball. But that's I, a good point. I, I'm gonna put that's it in there now. So if we have if we have a bit of a drum roll. Oh. I'm gonna say George Russell in Singapore, because if you're Ooh. gonna crash. Yeah. Do it like Checo did on lap one, rather than doing 60 laps at Singapore before binning it with 10 corners to go. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the toughest races about from Qatar that you do during this season. And he's gone done all that just to end up in the wall. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's adrenaline when you drive an F1 car, but his adrenaline spiked at that moment. <laughs> he just lost his mind. <laughs> I was going to say though, Matt, like you, you'll know this that you know when you're driving on a game, you do follow. Like if the car in front does something, it's so easy to just follow what they're doing. And the fact that Norris like grazed the wall, I know in his head he's just like follow, follow the corner sort of thing, and he's just gone too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just one of those things. It's a great shot. Yeah. Put me in that Mercedes, and I wouldn't have made it to pass that one. But still, <laughs> we can clown him for that. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Um, biggest meme of the year. So this is biggest meme of the year. So, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I think the first uh, the first nomination is what the fuck is a kilometer? Rah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anytime Logan Sargent does anything, that is yeah. 
the go-to me. Um, Ferrari, I think they toned it down. They didn't meme themselves too many times, but, you know, there's still a meme. And yeah. then we've also put JJ, Adam and Matt whenever they decided to not pick Max as a race winner when trying to do their pre-race predictions. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. What did you say, Matt? It was, like, blind optimism? Yeah, there was there was hopium very much early on yeah. in the season. Uh, and then, I, I don't know about you guys as well, but a pattern started to emerge very quickly. Yeah. yeah. I think it was after the seventh or eighth in a row, I was like, hmm, maybe not. And I think the one time I thought he was going to win, in Singapore, he didn't. <laughs> Agreed. But I think that, well, drumroll please, uh, is what the fuck is a kilometre? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Logan, Logan Sargent, you know what? He's cleaning up at these awards. <laughs> he was, he's in a proud shout for a lot of them. He's, he's won the he won worst driver. Good for him. You know what? He signed a new contract. So I mean, he, I mean, he's basically the best driver on the grid, right? Yeah. Well, life's life's going life's going amazing for him to be honest. <laughs> I bet he's loving life. Um, <laughs> to be to be honest, for Logan Sargent, I do hope that he does do well next season. And he showed signs of being a little bit better, whereas I think Latifi never showed signs of being better. Mm. So hopefully he'll do well. I don't know. Unlikely. I don't know, Matt, what you think. But <laughs> um, he he was put he was put in a year too soon. I think the mm. the problem Williams kind of ran into was Red Bull were eyeing them up as a third Red Bull or a second Red Bull junior team. Mercedes have basically been using them as a junior team for years. It, it, it felt like there was an element this year of Williams turned around and went, we're not going to be a junior team for anyone. We're going to put one of our own juniors in. And they turned around and it was just Logan Sargent waving at them. <laughs> and he was the only option. And he, he got thrown in. Yeah, I he did he didn't do awfully. He, he he might have picked up worst driver of the year. He had a few stinkers here and there, and I think Albon as well did better than any of us expected in that Williams. Yes, he did. I think so. He outperformed the car. Yeah, but yeah, by the end of next year, patience might have run out for Logan. Maybe, maybe. I think only time will tell. Time will have to tell. Yeah, I hope. I hope he does all right. I I never like it when a driver. Like I felt bad for Debris as well. Like I even forgot about him. Not gonna lie for these early awards, but like I feel bad when a driver gets kicked out because you have people like Stoffel Van Dorn who are incredibly talented, and just because of the wrong situation they come into, their career is just ruined in Formula One at least. So, you know, he's good enough to have been in an F two seat. So he's a good he's a good driver. Is he? top 20 drivers in the world probably not but hopefully he can improve and get better in the next season absolutely yeah. he's got some time to hopefully get some practice in <laughs> got the whole off season right um you'll go we'll run through these ones nice and quick and we'll, we'll call it a day after because this is a long one so we will jump through this nice and quickly yeah. um most surprising moment of this season so our nominations are Hamilton on pole in Hungary. That was a surprising moment. That was a very surprising moment. Obviously, Red Bull having no pace in Singapore. Mm. We mentioned that earlier. Or It's Lights Out. 
the fact we're still making content. <laughs> Extremely surprising. <laughs> thank you. Oh, we'll get a little round of applause. Oh, thank, thank you, you Matt. That's very kind of you. Um, I actually can't remember which one we decided for this. We decided. We'll do a drum roll. Okay, I'll let you say. Yeah. Three, two, one. Red Bull having no pace in Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. It, extremely 2014, 2015 Mercedes vibes. Just why? Because they had to raise the floor, I think. And then they couldn't really generate ground effects underneath the car. Should yep. Red Bull be forced to raise the floor at every track? I don't know. It's just an idea. That's all I'm saying. Was <laughs> <laughs> an incredibly fun race, um, but no, it's just. I think it's it's just weirdly that circuit seems to be a giant killer. So I'm looking forward to one race next season <laughs> and one race only. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll we'll do this one separate. We'll leave the last. Yeah, one. we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do this other one just because. You don't know any of this past, Matt. <laughs> um, you know what, Matt? You've had a few F1 hot takes that you've asked a few of your fans about. Oh yeah, let's do it. Do you want to? Do you want to run through some of them? Yeah. So I got I got a few in, and I, I thought I'd bring you potentially the hottest of all the takes that I got. Mm. Wow. So first one, Sainz is actually a better driver than Leclerc. Oof. Ooh. Beat him in 2021. Okay. Probably should have beaten him in 2023 had Ferrari not done the worst strategy ever in Abu Dhabi and just thrown him under the bus. Yeah. It would have been two seasons <laughs> out of three. He's beaten Leclerc. That's a fair point. I don't know. Do you have an opinion on this? Um, My opinion is... Well... No, my opinion is that Leclerc is still a better driver. Yeah. Um, I am going to take over purely because I think that when the car is difficult to drive, I think you really see the difference between Leclerc and Sainz's ability. Like, Leclerc can, when you watch some of his pole position laps, like, in terms of being a, a better, like, a driver... Leclerc is just unbelievable. Like he's probably like the one of the most like I put him in in that top echelon of talent. Like I've never seen someone so close to the edge and just dance over the line so many times, but keep it there. I don't think science has that ability in him. But when they brought some upgrades and dialed in a lot of understeer mid-season, you saw that science was able to just deal better with the understeer because Leclerc just couldn't get the car to turn in. So I think that Leclerc is a better driver. I think just science just is probably more consistent and could maybe perform at more different teams at an average level. I think Leclerc is either going to be amazing or he's going to bin it in a wall. No in between. <laughs> I don't know, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's the horrible thing, isn't it, of how do you define a better driver? Because everything you've just said, I completely agree with. You know, I've often thought Leclerc, I'd argue, in terms of one lap pace, is up there with your your Senna's and your Lewis's. You know, a lap that he does sometimes just doesn't look possible to beat. But yeah. that makes him a quicker driver, not necessarily a better driver, because a Formula One World Championship is not one with pole laps. True, yeah. it's not. And I mean, he's got what, like twenty something poles, 
in yeah. five wins. Yeah. I think Max has more wins than from a Leclerc pole than Leclerc has from his own pole position. Yeah. And it's nuts. Well, you know, I think that the car and you, you, could, you can make a load of excuses. It's a lot that happens, but I think you're fully right there that, and I think this is something that Max has learned since 2021. You don't win a world championship in one pass, in one... Well, I was going <laughs> I was like, well, you, well, maybe you do win it in one lap, one pass. <laughs> but you, you just shot yourself in the foot there, pal. <laughs> oh, I brought back so much PTSD. Um, <laughs> but what I mean is, you look at Max now, he's... And maybe it's because his car is so much quicker, but he's he's not someone to just either like just go for it and just be like, this is my one opportunity to beat the guy. He he now takes his time. He's he makes no mistakes anymore, sort of thing. But and whereas Leclerc, I think, is still that almost immature driver in the sense of it's all or nothing for him at the moment. Um, we saw it in France, where yeah. in twenty twenty two, where he's leading and just bend it into the wall and a bit of the start of the downfall for them. But yeah. I think, okay. Matt, you're right. A racer, and you, you can be good as a driver, but as like a racer, I don't know. It's I, difficult, I isn't it? It's, a very it's really difficult. difficult one. It's actually more difficult than I was expecting that question to be. Mm. When I first heard it, I was thinking, hmm, I'm not sure about that, but you actually yeah. make a fair, lot of fair points there. Yeah. I, I think I, you've got to look at the whole season tallies. Like, yeah. If he's... Yeah. If, Science has almost won two out of three. <laughs> just leave him out. They just fully forgot about him, didn't they? <laughs> why Why they put him on two sets of mediums? Like, just expecting a safety car in Abu Dhabi of all places. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it got to, like, near the end where it's like, a safety car by this point, and unless it's 2021, will finish the race off. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, I keep bringing this up, I shouldn't. <laughs> so then you're like, just pit him now. And at least let him try and get some positions back. But no, they just... No, I know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, That's a really hard one, but I'm I'm going to say Leclerc is better. I'll admit I was playing devil's advocate a little bit there. I think yeah, still okay. definitely Leclerc. In my personal yeah. opinion, is, as well, Leclerc is the better driver. Okay. Would you like yeah, another one? Agreement there. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. So this one again, Verstappen can't win without Red Bull. Would Verstappen be able to go to a Ferrari or a Mercedes and still win races without having the likes of Christian Horner and Helmut Marco and every, that close core that he's got around him? Would he potentially struggle? I think he would struggle more, but I still think he would do well wherever he goes. It's just because he's so talented. I, I feel like... I know it, it, that car is catered to him and... He has that bubble, and it's all for him to do the best he can. Yeah. But he is so talented that he could get into most things and still perform to a high level. Shall I play devil's advocate again? Yeah, please do. We said all the same things about Sebastian Vettel when he won four titles on the bounce, and then look what happened. That's very true. <laughs> and that was what I wanted to say. I was okay. going to be like... Look at you look at the beginning of 2022 when that Red Bull was an understeery car and it was probably more balanced between Perez and Max, and you didn't see an insane difference. 
And then as they sort of, obviously, and you know what, I don't blame Red Bull for doing this, but as you dial the car, it's almost like Adrian Newey's like, I'm going to make the car as fast as possible and you're going to deal with it. And Max is probably one of the few people who are talented enough to deal with that. But Vessel was never as dominant as Max was, I think. Nine wins in a row versus ten wins in a row? It was nine wins in a row versus (laughs) ten. It was. And his 2011 season, there was only one time he didn't finish on the podium. Same as Max this season. Mm. Go on, Max. Yeah. I'll let you, what's, what's your opinion? I, I, I like bringing some of the difficult questions in. Yes. yes. Honestly, honestly, I really don't know. I don't, and I think, to be honest, you know, the kind of way we hear Max Verstappen talk about Formula One as well, and this is going to be a really boring answer, I don't think we ever will know. I think he'll leave Red Bull when he feels ready, whether that's in five years or, you know, he's already said he doesn't want to be in the sport in 10 years from now. I mean, he's been doing some GT3 testing over the last couple of weeks. I could very easily see him go to Le Mans or go to America and kind of race whatever he likes. I I, I genuinely don't think we'll ever find out. Okay. That's that's fair enough. Do you feel like he'll just get fed up? Do Do you reckon he's got the attitude where he's just like, I've won enough? I'm moving on that quick. So this might be even more controversial. I am of the belief that Verstappen spends so much time talking about, you know, how records don't matter and how he's he's not interested in doing this record or setting that record. I think there's an element of, you know, of course Schumacher and Hamilton are absolutely incredible drivers. But there is also an element of luck if you're at the right team at the right time. Yeah. I think Max is well aware of that. And rather than sort of suggesting, I want to beat every record there's ever been in Formula One, I think it's probably a safer bet to say, I don't care. And, you know, he'll win. He's obviously already won three world titles. Mm. He'll likely, I'll be really boring and say, he'll likely win another one next year Mm. and maybe another one after that. After that, Red Bull has a couple of tough years. I can see him going. I've won five world championships. I'm going to race wherever else, wherever I like. Absolutely. What do you think? I, I fully agree with Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree with you there. I think that. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else to add. I fully agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It just loses. Yeah. In yeah. The drive. Yeah, like you say, not bothered so much about the records, but. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Hmm. Good hot take. Very good hot take. Um. It's been quite a long episode, but it's been very long. It's, you know what, Matt? It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's it's so nice to have someone else, another different voice on the podcast. I hope people who have listened. Oh, you get bored of me? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Oh, charming. <laughs> uh, but no, mate. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Uh, thank thank you, you very much for joining. I really appreciate it. Um, Anything you want to say to to log out? Yeah, just thank you very much for having me on. You know, it's been an absolute blast as well. It's been great fun going through the awards. I hope those trophies get sent out. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see Logan Sargent with his two trophies because he's had a fantastic night. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Well yeah, we'll call it a day. Yeah. It's uh let's see if let's see if we can do this. Uh, we never get this right. Uh, uh yeah, thank you very much for watching. It's been lights out. And take care. Peace. <laughs>